Oh shit. We're back. We're live. We're streaming. Can you believe it? Oh my goodness. You can see who we are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the faces we would have made even without but um welcome back welcome back um to those of you who are new we are 1000 miles apart um to those of you who are old, we appreciate you. Thank you for following us and dealing with our hiatus, our bad. But yes. we're back. And we're on a new platform. We streaming, baby. We streaming. Um, we will be on YouTube whenever we so please. Um, <laughs> we're not getting paid for this shit. So um, there goes and any we, kind of form of... We don't have real jobs. Real life jobs, forty plus hours mm-hmm. a week. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, you catch us when we hit record. Yeah, yeah, no promises here. Mm-mm. But we're here now. Yay! Yay! So um, let's tell the people who we are. Um, I'm Stephanie, and I'm Takara, and I'm better known to those that love me as Kara, but you don't know me, so you can't love me. So don't call me Kara. God damn, you came in high, dude. I'm what? sorry. I just don't like when people don't know me. Call me Kara, but I that's how I prefer for like you to call me. Sorry. So you put your nickname as your screen name and then told everybody not to say that shit. That's why. That's because I don't want my government <laughs> out there. I don't want my government out there that hard. What's <laughs> so hard to understand about this? I don't need the car out there. I put Kara out there to be incognito. Like, what do you want? <laughs> I'm going to just mind my business. How about that? Okay. Mind my business. Speaking of minding business, you want to just dive right in or... Oh, wait. No, we... Should we tell people about our being a thousand miles apart? We're a podcast. We're two best friends. We live a thousand miles apart. And that is how we came up with the title. If you've listened to the first 20 episodes of this show on Anchor or wherever you find your podcast, you would have known that by now. So there we go. Yes. Wow. This is, is us that- trying to get a new... This is us trying to get a new... <laughs> following and she's like and I'll fuck you and I'll fuck you too. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're best friends who sadly live a thousand miles apart and in real life and that is how we came up with the title of the show. We talk about stuff on the podcast that we would have talked about anyhow. So I'd be on the phone. We can be here with you. You can witness it all in oh, our full God. hilarity. Sometimes we're serious. You're not about to catch me crying up here. Not that serious. But, you know, stuff happens. Considering that Steph cries at the drop of a hat, uh, I don't know why she's lying to you guys. But um, <laughs> we can dive right in. So this is being um, live streamed and very soon um, turned into a podcast. 
pretty quickly after Thanksgiving. Um, it's actually Sunday the 27th. So we've had time to let the tryptophan from the turkey really seep into our bones. Um, but yeah, it's after Thanksgiving. Um, if you're fortunate enough to have family and friends that you love gathering around, um, I'm sure that you'll understand where we're coming from with this episode. Um, we really just want to talk about the family aspect of Thanksgiving, the whole gathering family aspect of Thanksgiving. Um, unfortunately, the toxicity that comes with that for people who you know, but maybe not like that. Um, as well as, like, the loving parts of Thanksgiving. So, you know, I, I'm going to throw Steph under the bus and make her uh, start us out, only because I know she has a few things she wants to get off her chest. <clears throat> this thing, I'm just kidding. All right. Um, Thanksgiving. Um, I'll start off with how my Thanksgiving this year went, right? So this year, I legit said, I'm not making a bunch of food. I'm just going to, you know, make like a regular dinner. Girl, I made a whole bunch of food. Um, I did not do a regular dinner. <laughs> <laughs> my fridge is packed. Right. My fridge is packed to the point where I have food in my upstairs fridge. So, um, yeah, that's how I get down for my family of five. Um I need you to put your phone on do not disturb. You shall not disturb my story with your vibrations. How Low could vibrations. you tell? Bitch, How could you tell? Vibrates. Your, your mic is on the phone. The phone vibrates. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we just finished talking about how I'm not technologically advanced. Damn. Okay. I, mean, I would tell you to turn it off, but it's your recording device, so... <laughs> Anyway, okay. so, um, yeah, I ended up making the big spread, which actually made me kind of happy to do all that cooking, mm -hmm. oddly enough. My back hurt like a bitch, and I couldn't even eat my food because I was in so much pain. Um, like, it really hurt to, like, <sighs> try to eat my food. Ugh. You know how dramatic. But um, even still, cooking was way more fun than um, trying to eat. Like the kids shoveled through their food. They were thankful for very little and moved on with their lives. <laughs> so, ooh. but um, I, I really feel like it took me way longer to cook than it did for everyone to eat. So that's kind of like the downside to it. And mm -hmm. I'm okay with doing something different going forward. Like if we go out to eat or if we go on a, a family getaway or something just to make it seem like something's happening versus mm -hmm. mommy made a whole lot of food for a Thursday. But um, <laughs> anyway, um, one of the things I'm happy I did not do, kind of happy I didn't go home. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, I think I just kind of their trauma in Connecticut. No, not really. There's um, It's one of those odd things where it just doesn't feel like a holiday anymore. Yeah. And I I no longer feel like I'm missing out. So I'm kind of okay with not 
dragging my family on a thousand mile trip mm-hmm. for I don't know what. I think my expectations finally matched the holiday and I'm okay. Like I'm okay with not doing too much and not putting unnecessary pressure on my family to, mm-hmm. to feel like they got to do a whole lot because that's tradition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like I'm good. I'm good. So I forgot what you were asking me. I'm told, you said you wanted me to go first, but I just told you how I, how I felt real quick in a nutshell. But um, I didn't want to jump the gun and get into all the extra feels and all the other shit. So, yeah. I wonder how long we'll last on YouTube the way we curse. But anyway, go ahead. (laughs) I mean, I can give my Thanksgiving breakdown. So, I cook. Um, I do cook. I can cook a full Thanksgiving spread if I had to. Um, But I don't. I don't have to. I'm very lucky. My sister cooks and my mom cooks. And they both want to cook for these family gathering type holidays. And I don't want to cook. Most of the reason I don't want to cook is because they're both so freaking critical of everything. And they will piss me off if they're like, it's good, but you're a little heavy-handed with the pepper and then I would throw the pepper in somebody's face like shut up like no it wouldn't be it wouldn't wouldn't be that serious it's it's never really that serious but you know it's just it is a lot of work and if I have two people who are willing to do it that do all the cooking, then I'm going to let them, um, you know, Thanksgiving is about more than just the cooking, but that is part of like the community portion of being with family. It's mm-hmm. like that bonding with you're cooking with someone in the kitchen or you're cooking to feed the people you love. Um, I did make the banana pudding and it was bomb. Thank you very much. You know, that's my thing. That's my contribution. Um, I will say that it was interesting. So my mother's side of the family, um, you know, they kind of do their own thing. My aunt cooks and the two bro- my my mom's two brothers, um, they go over to my aunt's house to eat, which is fine because my aunt lays out a damn big, nice spread, right? Um, and you know, I had stopped by there because I needed to do something for her and, you know, she wanted, she wanted me to eat and all this stuff. And I'm like, no, no, I don't have time to eat, but everybody is doing something. Everybody's doing their own thing. If my mom wanted to host, she could, but nobody she's done hosting I'll say that much she's done hosting it, it it's a lot it's a yeah. lot so um anyway I had a great time I went to my sister's house it was cool um I enjoyed my time with my nephew even though he went with his dad very shortly after I got there um I like being able to eat and run. It was great. My car got packed with all the leftover food. I had to bring. Ugh, let's just say there's plenty of food left. 
because mm. even though only three adults are eating, they cooked a lot of food. Um, there, it was just very low key, and I think I appreciate that um, about Thanksgiving is that it's a holiday that you can do a lot or you can do a little, and nobody mm-hmm. can really be mad at you for either. You can kind of just do what you want. So anyway, yes, it was great. I hope everybody's Thanksgiving was decent. I've had some not decent ones. That's all for Same. now. Same. Same. It was I one thing I did enjoy, my cousin called me from home and I got to see like, you know, my mom and my aunts and other cousins oh. on FaceTime. So that was kind of cool, but I don't know. Something was still just missing, you know? And it's not even like, it's not like a morning thing or anything like that. It was just still like, I don't know. One thing I did think about is I feel like we feel like we have to make all this crap out of tradition and it'll be stuff Mm -hmm. that we don't, we don't normally eat. We don't care to eat. And Mm -hmm. like, like something like yams. I make yams every year, right? You know, have you heard the song? Let me get to the yams, sweet yams. <laughs> like, I love that song. So anyway, right? So I'm cutting up yams. I'm singing the yams song and stuff. And I'm, I I peel the first one and I'm like, anybody going to eat this shit? <laughs> like the kids every year they're like I'll try one and then I end up throwing out a whole big old pan of it so this year I only peeled two sweet potatoes to make these yams and okay. it came out fantastical if I see so myself and pat myself <laughs> but it's like I don't know I think as I was cooking I was like this is kind of wasteful too yeah. knowing but people will and will not eat. I didn't even waste my time opening the box of stuffing. Like, we're not going to do stuffing. Yeah, so, y'all not a stuffing family, huh? No, like, I'll eat stuffing on Thanksgiving and never touch it again. So, yeah. that's the one thing I do miss about home, being able to, like, go to somebody else's house and just get a little bit of everything I like one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I already know certain things are going to end up in the trash, just straight up trashed um trying to finish the turkey trying to finish the ham whatever doesn't get finished hopefully we can cut it off the bone and freeze it uh we'll see um you know it's so interesting that both you 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 felt that way and my friend valerie felt that way um Mm -hmm. i was talking to her earlier and she was just saying how she didn't really feel the need to do the whole big thing this year. She didn't feel like it was necessary. And so she was trying to rally her family to go get, um, I guess it's a place in Hartford called Soul Bowl, which I'd never heard of it until she said it. But they do like bowls where it's um, like mac and cheese, greens, uh, chicken, shrimp, things like that, and it's all in a bowl, mm. and it actually looks looks pretty good. And she said is is actually really good. And she's like, why don't we just each like go get one of those? 
And mm-hmm. that's it. No muss, no fuss is something we enjoy. And we don't have to worry about all that cooking and cleaning and all that stuff. But, you know, she said that um, one of her sisters actually really enjoys the cooking and she enjoys feeding people. So mm-hmm. she was kind of vetoed. And I get it. I get her point and I do get the sister's point because um while i'm always nervous that somebody's going to be critical i enjoy feeding people too i really do but like if you don't say that you like it i'm not cooking for you again (laughs) (laughs) i like everything Um, I haven't heard, you know, every year is kind of like a joke where people are like, oh, gosh, Uncle Jim is going to come talking about liberals and Aunt Clydette is going to come and she's going to be talking about, I know, I just, uh, why did I say Clydette? I was, I want to say Aunt Clyde. That's, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> it might, it depends on your family. <laughs> Right, it's just like you know when a lot of times the older generation comes, and it's like a clash sometimes with the younger generation where they're they want to have the com- different conversations, but there's just such a strong difference of opinions that it leads to big blowouts and big brawls. I saw, I think it was the comedian Tony Baker on his Instagram which means it was probably on Facebook too. But he was kind of narrating a picture and it was a picture of like four male family members that got into a bloody Thanksgiving Day brawl. A bloody... Like like eight of them, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was like, just the fact bloody Thanksgiving Day brawl can be used to describe your family Thanksgiving that's terrible. Don't you wonder when you have love to be a fly on the wall to see what triggered that? Because that sounds crazy to me. Man, if you saw the guy in the bottom left corner, his face was bloody as hell. What did he Steven? say? <laughs> Steven, what did, he what did you do? Speaking <laughs> of yams, you clapping somebody's auntie's yams? Like, what are you doing? He said, get the yeah. marshmallows out this shit. Like, auntie called it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a mess. I was just like, um, I think about the reason my mom refuses to host anymore. Um, it's not about having to do like the big cleanup of the house and making sure every nook and cranny of the house is like spotless because you don't want people talking about you. Mm. Mm-hmm. But um, it's more so the fact that I think the last time we hosted Thanksgiving for family, this is going to sound really bad, but um, it's like we had cleaned everything. The whole house was like good. And um, I think they were watching football on TV or something. Like my family, both maternal and paternal, are very male oriented. I have, mm-hmm. I don't know how many times more male relatives than female relatives. So anyway, 
it's just a bunch of guys in the room having a grand old time, right? And my dad had a watch. It wasn't a super expensive watch, but he had a watch that probably cost like a couple hundred dollars. And it was sitting on the fireplace mantle. And for some dumb reason, like we did not put it away when we were cleaning. You know, that box was empty when Thanksgiving Day was over. We don't know who took it, but we know it was somebody who we love who we invited into our home because they're family and they stole stole from us. So that was it. That was the last time we hosted Thanksgiving. And while that was probably like 10 years ago, my mom just refused. She's like, I'm not doing it again. No. If you steal, you kill. (laughs) So. I know that's not really how the phrase goes, but you know, there's more to it. <laughs> I don't even I don't even hear that phrase ever. What is it? If you still you lie, you lie, you kill, you lie, you still, still you kill. Something like that. At the end of the day, somebody gotta die. <laughs> I don't remember how it goes. Um I actually heard that shit on TV. I didn't grow up hearing that. I don't know. Oh. I actually really like um I feel like sorry, I did good on my makeup. <laughs> Girl, yes. Feel yourself. <laughs> yes, bitch. In that yes. uh, Colgate I to the games, sweet <laughs> <laughs> And that Colgate Optic White. Yes, girl. Yellow girl. wear. Thank Yellow you. wear. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never been in a situation where I've witnessed anyone do anything like that. But I can understand yeah. why people don't want to host. It seems so good, right? Until you have to deal with people's bullshit. Because you have, you know, you have everyone, you know, so happy to be around each other, like the first, let's say, 20, 30 minutes. And then mm-hmm. the drinks start flowing. And then somebody mentions one thing that is that may seem funny to them, but unresolved or triggering to somebody else. And it's mm-hmm. going to pop in. Like, oh, yeah. Part of the reason why I don't really care to host Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. I don't feel like cussing nobody out. I don't feel like cussing nobody out. Mind you, I'm hosting Christmas, but that's with my in-laws, and I can handle that. But when it comes, because I can handle that because my in-laws don't know me as well as my family thinks they do. Right? Mm. And I'm going to say it that way because, you know, I've known my in-laws for almost 20 years, right? So you would think they would know me kind of well, but we don't be around Mm -hmm. each other like that for them to get to know me like that. But people that you've grown up with or who have watched you grow up, they think they Mm -hmm. know every freaking thing about you, right? And then you know the old people on Facebook now. So they they think everything you post is true, right? Mm -hmm. You post something that you think is funny and they're like, oh, baby, are you going through something? I'm going (laughs) to put some holy oil on it. Keep your oil. Do not bring out the Pompeian oil for your girl. She's good. Okay? I'm A-O-freaking-K. Right? But anyway, it's that type of stuff that I have chosen 
to avoid. And I think I told you the other day, and I'll tell, tell our audience, I am quietly quitting from a lot of shit in life, right? Mm. So um, for those of you who don't know what quietly quitting is, you're not doing the most for anything or anyone. It could be work. You do your 40 hours and you go home. And for me, it includes family, where if I show my face, you're lucky. This is, this is a face that I don't just show to everybody, right? <laughs> but you're lucky. But if I feel like a situation is only going to end in me being all sad and crying and stuff, I'm going to just quietly quit. I'm not even going to show up, right? I, I, I could be there with you in person right now, right? Mm -hmm. Decided to stay my black ass home. So, for Which that was reason, probably the best decision, right? So, my family had a, a gathering outside of Thanksgiving. So we had Thanksgiving dinners, but then there was also a party for one of my aunts. And just mm -hmm. knowing the audience, I'm like, I'm good because <laughs> I don't have too many give a dams left in me to subject myself to unnecessary BS. I don't mm -hmm. need anyone to say anything that they think is funny to them, but hurtful to me. And now I got hurt your feelings because my give a damn will stay in Georgia. I don't bring them home. Right. Right. So I'm a, <laughs> so because I know that I've like, I've had it with people's shenanigans. You're good. I've had it with people's shenanigans. You got one more time to bring us some stuff that you think is cute and funny. That is just offensive. Offensive, mm -hmm. like I don't, I'm not going through that shit. Too old for that. Right. I'm damn near 40 years old. Well, I look like, like I'm not about to cry because my fat uncle called me fat. Like, I'm good. I'm good. Like I've been fat less time than you because you older than me, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I've been fat less time because you're older than me. When are you gonna lose the weight? We both <laughs> losing the struggle. When I'm comfortable like, bro, with my skin. You had that stomach for as long as I've been alive. The nerve. Hey, like you've been having this food, baby, for a long time, my dude. When is it due? When is it due? <laughs> Meanwhile, I've popped out three kids. I got a reason to have the extra fat around my hips. I'm carrying baby weight and my baby's almost 12. You, sir, are just fat as fuck. Leave <laughs> me alone. Leave me alone. Like that little stuff like that. Like, oh, Stephanie, I see you're still fat. I see you still ignorant. The fuck? Or, or you know, you're married yet? Did you not see the ring and the man that walked in with me? Like, don't say stuff or project because you're miserable and you don't want to see me happy. If I walk in and say hello, return the hello, mm -hmm. right? Don't come at me with all your negative energy, the toxicity and all that stuff, because you feel like that's a tradition too. Yeah. I, I, that's not a part of the Thanksgiving tradition. That's not a part of family gatherings for me any longer. I, I, stop that shit. <laughs> like, no. I'm I good. think I'm locked out. I've lucked out in that respect in that if anybody's going to try to roast me, it would be like a cousin at this point. Mm -hmm. And I think I just almost feel like everybody's tired 
Like, <laughs> we're just tired. And you know what? Unfortunately, I'm not that close to any of my um, my family in general. If they're not my mother, my sister, and my nephew, I'm not that close to them. Sadly, it's just the way it is. It's because mostly I've been antisocial for a long time with my family. But it was deliberate antisocial because... Um, like you, I don't, I, for a long time, I just, I'm not messing with nobody who's not messing with me in terms of if you don't rock with me, I don't rock with you. If you're going to talk shit about me as soon as this holiday is over, this holiday that should be about um, reinforcing familial bonds, seeing people who we haven't seen in a long time, and just love enjoying mm-hmm. each other with good food like I don't want to be around you I'm not fake I haven't been fake and um I'll go to something if my mother begs me to go but I don't need her to beg me to do nothing there's been plenty of things where she's like so and so expects you to be there well so and so gonna have to be dis- disappointed I'm sorry because yeah. uh this like I just don't go for it I'm just going to say that much. I don't go for it. If you're going to talk about me, if you're going to like listen to what somebody else has said about me, because nobody knows me. like None of my family know me. They don't know anything about me. And I'm good on it. Because it's events like Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever, whatever kind of family gatherings where you should get to know your family better or not even gatherings. How about we shouldn't have to gather for just a major holiday? Mm -hmm. Like your whatever is having a birthday party. You can invite me to the birthday party. I may not go, but you can invite me. Um, It's a 50-50 chance that I'll actually show up. I'm trying to do better as I get older, but shit's hard. Letting go of things is hard. It to is. Be, to be the bigger person is very hard. I'll just say I'm not really riled up about anything because nobody has really pissed me off in recent years. So I don't really have a leg to stand on right now. I just know what's been done in the past and that now... My Thanksgiving consists of my mom, my sister, and my nephew. And we've all been so content with that. We've just been chilling. Thanksgiving, we chill. Once the food is done, we're just chilling. Enjoying each other's company. And see, that's what I prefer, right? Like, I just, I'm fine with it being me, the hubs, and the babies. Well, they ain't babies, them big boys. But I'm fine with that. Grown men. And they eat like grown men. For sidebar, so we had jerk chicken this year because one of my friends has um, Sherman to make jerk chicken, right? Oh shit, I hear something. Anyway, so he made jerk chicken in exchange for banana pudding. Yum. He that does pudding. not sound like an even exchange. What is? Uh- Oh, <laughs> it already happened, right? So she dropped off the banana pudding. It's a nice, hefty pan of banana pudding in exchange for a nice, hefty pan of jerk chicken. Cool. So he okay. bought a bunch of chicken. He made some for our household and for hers. 
right? Mm-hmm. So we have more more chicken if that makes you feel better. I'm just saying, I mean, if if the banana pudding has that much value in your household, who am I to say anything? I know your husband loves banana pudding to the point where he might be a fiend. And then he around here exchanging chicken for it. Well, his birthday was the day before Thanksgiving. He True. sent me a picture of a banana pudding cheesecake from the store that he wanted. He's standing in front of it. Right? So he don't want to buy it. It's his birthday. He's up there like, click, took the picture, right? <laughs> Sent it to what? me. And now I got to, it's like like he handed off the baton and I got to go to the store and go buy this this cake myself. So he had that. I, love, I appreciate the, the U.S. Virgin Island click. The St. Thomas <laughs> click. <laughs> I forgot why I was telling the story. But anyway, oh, so we have banana pudding. So that was Thursday that she dropped it off. It is Sunday. It is all gone. It was like a big family size tray. It was a big pan. Oh, and it was deep. You know what? That's because I've noticed that all the males in your house. They will continue to eat something until it's gone. They will like just goldfish. That's like that's like their snack. Whereas before, it's like, oh, apple, oh, chips, oh, this. No, now it's all banana pudding. Must destroy banana pudding until it's gone. Oh, yeah. So I had some that night of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I can't say with certain I think all three of the kids had some But the big one, your godchild Is who <laughs> we suspect Killed that pen Wow So yeah um, Wait, wait, wait I thought he didn't like yellow things Girl He liked oh. that shit though <laughs> He liked that shit <laughs> he, Okay, he that just clicked I'm like, wait, oh, cause it's sweet Mm-hmm so it's dessert, so he gonna eat it. As long okay. as there ain't no corn in it, he'll eat it. <laughs> but um, I forgot why I was telling that story. Pretty much, um, they ate me out of. They're gonna eat everything, and I'm fine with that. I like to see their smiling faces, and we don't have to deal with the BS. But I just, I don't, I don't feel like toxicity has to be a part of the the tradition. Right, yeah. bad enough. We're celebrating a holiday that's not really like a positive thing, you know, in real life, right? right. But you know, right. we, uh, our folk, we gonna make it our own thing, right? And we gonna we gonna just make it a reason for everybody to to make all the big mama's recipes and blah blah bliggity blah. And people be having that big red thing of chitlins and all that bullshit, Ooh. right? I hate chitlins, but. I think chitlins should be the worst part of Thanksgiving. It shouldn't be people, right? Like, now that's one thing. I will not cook chitlins as a part of Thanksgiving tradition. If you make chitlins at your house, don't invite me. Don't invite me. Because your house is going to smell like chitlins till Christmas. For years, my mom, I remember watching her stand at the sink for what seemed like forever. And I'd be like, what you doing? Cleaning chitlins. Now, when I clean chicken, I'm removing excess fat, excess skin, 
you know, that weird clear membrane on like drumsticks and thighs. I'll peel that off if I see it. Like I, I'm just removing excess stuff that's not really necessary. So by the time my chicken is ready to be cooked, I don't have debris on it. It's pretty good. Oh, feathers and shit like that, right? So <clears throat> Good. I understand cleaning chicken. I understand rinsing off other things. Like, this is one thing that people don't get, and it pisses me off when they're like, you're not supposed to clean chicken. Don't rinse chicken. Don't do this. Don't do that. Mind your business, Becky, okay, and Bob. Mind your business. What you do in your kitchen is your business because that cat has been on the counter 50 fucking times. You're not about to tell me not to rinse my kitchen. I mean, my chicken, okay? This is <laughs> the kitchen too, kitchen. though. Shit. In the kitchen too. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. It's like in the butcher butchery process like they there's like little bone chips that pop up and all kinds of stuff <clears throat> it it's preferable to rinse for me and for a lot of people within the culture it's preferable to rinse your chicken at the bare minimum you rinse it in a bowl of cool water just to get all the schmutz from it being butchered off of it um anyway that was not a point that I was really trying to make. Why am I talking about butchering chicken? Um, cleaning hmm. chitlins. Oh, cleaning chitlins. Thank you for bringing me back, Steph. You know I need help sometimes. My pleasure. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. When I, when I asked what does cleaning chitlins entail because I've seen them in the bucket and I know what they are but what are you cleaning shit what, what you mean what you mean by that apparently there's like an inner lining that you have to like get out or something Shut up. I don't know I could be lying I might be lying I'm sorry if y'all eat chitlins and I'm lying on you but when you say you cleaning chitlins, what are you cleaning? Is there fat? Or are you really standing there making sure there's no poop left over? What you doing? What you doing with I'm them chitlins? Dying. I am dying right now. And girl. the fact that they I smell that so bad. Oh. I used to leave the house. Oh, my God. It was a blessing when I got my license and I could leave of my own free will, like, leave and actually be (laughs) able to go somewhere. Because when I would smell that smell, I'd be like, deuces, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. And then my mom, I think she started feeling bad about it. So she started um, boiling cinnamon sticks to kind of diffuse the smell a little bit. It didn't work. Did it smell like cinnamon and shit? It smelled like (laughs) cinnamon and chitlins. (laughs) Cinnamon flavored chitlins. (laughs) Yucky, yucky, yucky. Oh my God. I'm sorry. My mom only made chitlins one time and I, I don't even know if I was alive, right? I just know the story about how she cleaned it so well that most of the chit was in the in the trash. She had her <laughs> <leaves>. so, <laughs> she, yeah, That's all she had. 
So yeah, not a part of the tradition. But chitlins and toxicity, like family toxicity, both need mm-hmm. to be left out of the out of the tradition. Like I think our biggest worry on Thanksgiving is who made the potato salad, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's start there. Who made the potato salad? And if you don't like who makes it, how they make it, just don't put it on your plate, right? But also, if you don't like who's cooking, don't eat their food because it's bad juju. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they'll show up where you know it's going to be some bullshit, right? Yep. Because if you don't fuck with me, I don't fuck with you. Therefore, I can't eat your food because it was made with hatred when you thought about me coming. <laughs> Everybody else's portion has love. Mine has hate. And not that I have a like, lot of people. Wow, I feel the darkness. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like people hate me. I just really feel like when it comes to family bullshit, right? Because I don't have a better word. Um, but when it comes to family bullshit, people don't realize that they are hurtful, right? Mm-hmm. So something may be said jokingly, they think they're saying it with love, but it hurts. And I I would like for you to say sorry and stop talking to me. Mm-hmm. But you know you're not going to get that, right? <laughs> You know black people don't apologize. Ever! 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 Ever. They just changed the subject. When I tell you the the rug that that we use to sweep things under is a mountain at this point. (laughs) There's not enough fabric to keep adding to that bullshit. I'm not gonna lie. I was toxic at one point where it's like um, because you know I was super sarcastic. I'm still sarcastic, but you know, I'm just tired of everything. I'm tired of everything. I'm tired of political arguments. I'm tired of social arguments. I'm tired of all of it, really. And um, I realized that I argued a lot in order to try to change someone's mind. And I shouldn't care that much you know because a lot of times people aren't their minds are not open enough to want to change and they just they really stick with how like their belief system um regardless of how toxic it is or how bad it is but anyway the point I'm trying to make is that when I was at my worst in terms of sarcasm I was probably a pretty toxic person and a few times I've had people tell me, like, wow, your sarcasm is really, like, brutal. It's biting and, it, like, hurtful. And I'd be like, what the hell are they talking about? This is my attempt to be funny. I said something that I believe was funny. Other people laughed. For some reason, you didn't appreciate the humor. So fine that that was supposed to be my internal dialogue but outwardly i would be like oh i'm sorry that i hurt your feelings i won't joke like that with you again and what i really mean is i'm barely gonna fucking talk to you ever again (laughs) because you made me say sorry about something (laughs) that shouldn't have been that serious okay so Yeah. Not you made me say sorry. <laughs> you made me say sorry. Okay? It was Damn. a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> Take the joke. Just a joke. Jeez. 
So Jesus. yeah, that you are definitely describing the people that I don't want to eat with. I don't want to break <laughs> bread with them. Um, but um, yeah, I'll break bread with you. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not sure if that was all we were going to talk about on that topic. Let me double check. Lay docket, aka our text messages. Do, 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 do. Yeah, it is. Okay. So, yeah. switch it up a little bit. Well, let me switch it to let me switch it to love. Um, can, I <laughs> can I talk about work for a little bit? Talk about work, unpack. Um, okay, so. I've been in my new position for going on three months now, almost three months. And my boss does not work in my building. She doesn't work in my location. Um, She works in our New York location, which is uh, all well and good because she does communicate very well, actually. Um, So I probably communicate with her at least, if not once a day, then like maybe three times a week. And I, I try to be very honest with her in regards to how I'm acclimating in my position, any challenges I feel like I'm having and things like that, because I don't want her to think that I can do things that I can't do, that I haven't been trained on. It, you can't be a yes man. Um, and my training is only go as quickly as, um, you know, the availability of a trainer can go. If we're having a very busy day and my trainer is very busy, then that's it. So I'm I'm pretty much left to my own devices for the most part. You know, I got trained uh, on how to do most of the process that we do. And it's all well, and they just kind of left left me to do it. So that part of the job, you know, I'm getting gold stars across the board, right? It's all good. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, one thing I don't like is for things to be assumed. So part of my job is to capture um, live accounts. And then I have to address like whatever issues are going on with that account. I'll say that much. I'm trying to be vague. It's hard. (laughs) Um, But basically let's just say in the morning there's like a hundred accounts waiting and you have to like read over the paperwork with each account real quick and decide if you can send it for billing or decide if it needs to be looked at more closely. Right. It's not super hard. Um, It's just, it's a detail oriented position. You really have to read over everything so you don't miss stuff. Um, I am not trying to, like, send stuff out for billing, and half the information is missing. And granted, my boss did say, you know, it's okay if that happens. Uh, it Everybody does that every once in a while. Yeah, it's fine for her to say that, but mm. you already know if they end up with a bunch of stuff that's been sent for billing and then it comes back in a month's time because 
it wasn't ready or because something was missing, that's going to be tracked down to me, right? Mm -hmm. So when it comes to that process, I'm a little more meticulous probably than somebody that's been doing it for the past three years because the person who's been doing it for the past three years, her eyes know where to look for everything on the paperwork. She knows what keywords she's looking for. She knows where to find those keywords. She knows that when these things are missing, this cannot proceed. Whereas me, I'm having to read through stuff and I'm just like, oh, okay, they use slightly different terminology here. Does this mean the same thing as this? That's a little more clear cut. And you know, it's common sense for some things and other things, you know, I'll need to check with someone. So anyway, the point is, if there's 100 cases that need to be taken care of, um, my trainer, for example, she's able to do those 100 cases in like two hours. Mm. Crazy. That's amazing. Her speed is crazy, right? And she's able to multitask. So if she needs to, she can hop on the phone and she can call and get some missing information from a client. Um, If she's waiting on like a certain email, she's doing her follow-up emails and all that. Mind you, I'll just say she's been there for over three years. I have been there for almost three months. My boss seems to think I should be on her level at this point. Now, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining about my boss because I'm really not. She is a nice person. She really seems to like me. She's very accommodating for everything so far. But, you know, she'll call me up and it's almost like um, she'll be addressing something that sounds like it's an issue. She'll say, oh, well, I want to make sure that you're not doing this. And I'll just be like, if somebody's calling you to make sure you're not doing something, you must right. be doing it, right? And there, it's just a roundabout way of almost like accusing you or correcting. It's a corrective action, like a corrective kind of terminology. I want to make sure you're not doing this. And then I'm just like, no, actually, I'm not doing that. Where are you getting this from? So anyway, the point that I'm trying to make is that I do not appreciate somebody making stuff up in their head or, you know, instead of asking me, just ask me like, hey, I noticed that you're doing the process this way or I came across, I was auditing and I came across, you know, one of the cases that you worked and I noticed that you sent it off and it shouldn't have been sent off yet. Like, can you just look at it and just tell me, you know, what, what was your process? Like, why do you think it was ready to go? Something like that. I'm totally mm. okay with. Give me a minute. I'll read through it. I'll the the hang up that I had a week ago when I did it. I will have the same hang up when I read it over again, and I'll be able to let you know exactly why I did what I did. But don't come to me in like an almost accusing fashion because I don't like that shit. I don't like it, especially if it's something that I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Why are you addressing this with me? Why? What did I do? It's almost like being called to the principal's office like you're a child. It is. It is very much like that. And I'm just like, 
man. It, I, I imagine it's hard because she's practically a remote manager at this point. I imagine it's hard to really know what your employees are doing when you don't know what your employees are doing, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, because when she does come to our office, she'll come in, she'll sit with me and just like work with me for a minute. Um, so she, she knows exactly what I'm doing, what I'm capable of. And then I have to wonder if a lot of these things, these low key accusations or corrective conversations are coming from other people you know, the other members of my team who I also don't even work around. Like we're all spread out through the office. We're not bunched together as a team. So what could anybody be communicating that would trigger her, right? That's just what I wonder. But anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because I always have to be complaining about something. And that's the thing that's like annoying me the most right now. Yeah. But you know, whenever there's a new person, if something doesn't seem right, it's easy to say it's the new guy that did it. Mm-hmm. Well, you could have mm-hmm. been the one doing it wrong the whole time. And you've mm-hmm. been, been taught wrong because somebody's been doing something wrong the whole time. So, yep. I don't know. Oh, I'm Ooh. sorry. Since I'm on the topic of work, can I address? This other girl that's on my team. Mm. I swear. I'm just gonna be messy. I'm gonna be messy for a hot second. Okay. So let me talk about Sarah real quick. That's not her real name, but I'm just gonna talk about Sarah. So Sarah has been there for a for let's just say two years. She's been there for two years, so she knows her job very well. I would say that she's a little neurotic. Um, So she, uh, I don't know, she has control issues and she's neurotic. Now, I don't think that I come across as a a person who lacks intelligence. Um, I think that it doesn't take me long to pick up on concepts. Um, If I have a question about something or if I need you to go over something again, I'm more than capable of asking you to do that because I know how things work in my brain. Um, So Sarah tried to train me on the part of the process that she does um, like a month ago. And it was a disaster because she spoke to me like I was learning the ABCs for the first time ever. It wasn't like, hey, girl, here's this paper, A through Z, we're good to go. You know, I'm going to start you off on M because, you know, I know you know what you're doing, A through M. I know you know what you're doing. This bitch started me off from A. She's like, I'm not really sure um, what you know and what you don't know. I proceeded to tell her what I know which would have started me at M and not A. (laughs) And this bitch proceeded to go from step A. I'm like, yo, at any moment, she's really going to start spelling three-letter words for me. Because the sight words. Not the sight words, but yes. So it was... Ah. um... Ah. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, go, go. Like, it was ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. I was like, first of all, this is not a new concept to me. I've done this already. What you're doing right now, what you're showing me, I have done this. Literally, all I need to know is how you call, how you make the phone call, and you say it. That's it. This needs to be a five-minute training because everything else, I can read on a piece of paper. You don't have to sit here and go over that with me. Um, But she insisted. She insisted. She At one point, I wanted clarification on something, and I said, hey, so when I call, I can say this, that, and the other, right? And she goes, actually, you can't because it depends if you do this. And then it depends if you do that. And then you'll need to say this, that, and the other. And I just looked at her like, you just took me on around the world in 80 fucking days to say this, that, and the other. And I started the fucking conversation with, can I say this, that, and the other? And I was just like, I'm just like, yo, she's really something else. So then it got to the point where I think she could tell on my face that I was frustrated by her. And then I was the angry black female, right? Mm. Right. It always gotta be somebody who's like, she she really was acting like a meek, a meek little mouse around me and it was pissing me off because I'm just like yo if she's really around here acting like that toward me it's not a good look it's Mm -hmm. not a good look I didn't do anything to her I like I cannot help it if my nonverbal communication is scaring you okay I cannot school my features like white America expects us to so sorry, white watchers and listeners. That's not really <laughs> like it's but y'all really be acting scared. Like it's just facial features. It doesn't mean anything. Just if you're saying something stupid, doesn't matter if you're black or white, I'm gonna make a face. It doesn't mean that you need to clutch your pearls in your purse when we're going down the elevator. I'm not gonna swing on you, okay? Calm down. Anyway, that wasn't the point. Um, yeah, but when she would walk around me, she, she walked all slow. And then if she absolutely has to ask me a question, um, hey, Takara, is, is, is now a good time to talk to you? I just wanted to ask you Oh, something. hell no. Oh, and it's, it's totally fine. It's totally fine if you don't have the time. Woman, stop it. Please mm-hmm. stop it. So I can only imagine what her conversations with our boss sounds like. I can only imagine the little shade that might get slipped in there. You know what I mean? I tried to show her, and she didn't seem receptive to it. You just can't trust anyone. I don't trust people in the workplace. Like, yo, even my last job that I worked at for a year, I told everybody, no, we're not going to be friends on social media until I leave here. And you... I did not reach out to any of them people. Mm-mm. Nope. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm just not going to do that. I got burned by doing that before. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just been talking. 
No, you're good. <laughs> Get it out, baby. Better out than in. Okay. <laughs> this is a safe space for you to let it out. Thank you. You already said that you used to be toxic, and in order to remain in remission, <laughs> you have to let these things out. Okay. I've tried. I definitely try. I don't want to be hurting people's feelings. I don't. You know why? Because then I feel guilty. Your conscience kicked in. My conscience kicked in. Damn it. <laughs> Look at you. You're a big girl now. <laughs> uh, why can't I just be evil and stand on that? Why? Does it work for people? Does it? You like, know are what? They, are they happy? They always say nice guys finish last. I don't know. Try and be too much of a nice guy. You finish last. Maybe maybe just be somewhere in the middle. Yes. Neutral. Hi. Neutral. Nice to meet you. I'm Mrs. Neutral. I'm Switzerland. <laughs> Capital S. Capital S. Yes. Um, I don't know. It feels like we're winding down a little bit. I think this was a good first um, reintroduction to our audience. What do you think? We back. We back. <laughs> so, no, I enjoyed um, it. We we yeah. got some shit off our chest. A little um, bit, a little bit. And you know, we'll we'll have topics and thoughts and all that other shit but you know we're mm -hmm. coming off of this this holiday yeah um, still eating thanksgiving food mm. and well you know we 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 gonna give you what we got and um like we said before we are consistently inconsistent you will catch us when we press record thank you but tell your friends so um yeah if you're ready to wind down i'm ready to say the out outro spiel Okay. Um, well, thanks everybody for coming back and for being here in general. Um, you know, our podcast, I know we're, we're real fiery on our podcast, right? But this is like Stephanie said, we're coming out of the Thanksgiving coma. So give us a break, okay? <laughs> and we're oh, coming off of a nice long hiatus. And don't ask us where we were. So, Just know we're back. Don't ask us mind your business. Mind please. Business. But come back. We were handling business. Right. But come back. Come back. Come we don't back. mean to be disrespectful. Okay? We sorry. Okay? Right. There we go. Oh, look at her. She said it again. That's growth. That is growth. Okay? That's what we Shoot. all about. Growth. We growing. Shoot. And living. It's all good. <laughs> all right. So... Where to find us? Ooh. All right. So, of course, you can find us on YouTube now because we're streaming live. Um, whenever we hit record, you shall watch. Um, you can also catch us wherever you listen to podcasts. Anchor. Uh, uh, does Google have one? Google. Um, SoundCloud? No, we're waiting on the SoundCloud. <laughs> Apple. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to listen to an old episode and hear what I said before. Kind of as I okay, <laughs> you used to have it down, bro. My I was God. like rattling it off. Like wherever yes. you listen to podcasts at, though, I know for sure we can be found there, right? So okay. type it in 
one zero 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 miles apart boom you will find us we are there these same We're faces the one and only. right same faces that's on your screen if you are watching us on youtube our pictures are on our podcast little logo joint okay if you are mm-hmm. listening thank you we appreciate it um you can also follow us on the social media um 1000 miles apart on instagram wait podcast my bad <laughs> that's about podcast. I'll get it back together. Um, right, Instagram, right. Facebook, the Twitters. Um, we don't be tweeting. Um, <laughs> let you know that right now. Um, I forget that that the Twitter account is linked to my phone. Okay, but <laughs> <Bye. laughs> um, you can still follow us. Thank you. Um, and I think that's it. Um, I'm Stephanie. And I'm Takara. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>